Yusong. Kevin. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Uh, welcome back to Maybe Don't, a show where uh, we ask our uh, we. Oh God, Kevin. We do ask our week. Ah, okay. Uh, here's we the talk thing. to our weeks and say, <laughs> "How are we doing this week?" Well, we say one thing we could have tell uh, we could tell our past selves to maybe don't do, and one thing that we currently do to uh, advise others to continue doing. Effortless. Mm-hmm. Only Effortless. thirty some episodes in. It's truly, it's truly never been more streamlined. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, do you have any opening monologue jokes? Yeah, mine is more of a story. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to go first if you have a more traditional? I would love to go first. Um, it is traditional in the sense that it's not funny, but uh, <laughs> I would like to sandwich your story with two subpar jokes. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, what do you call a half, you know, tabletop role playing game, half rap battle activity? Dungeons and Dragon. Oh, that's a good one. No, I was gonna. I no. I was gonna say D and D something. So I was. Right. I had my toe in the water. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine is. I've been doing a lot of Twitch streams lately, mm. and Leah and I were talking about like ways that I can, like a, a positive thing I could be doing in addition to it that like connects to it. Uh, because when I originally got a PlayStation. I don't know if you know this you song, but I was like, I'm going to work out every single time I touch a video game. <laughs> that lasted like two days. Um, every loading screen, 10 push-ups. Yeah, I've had the same. Yeah. Time. So yeah. last night, Leah and I were discussing that in particular. And I was like, what if I do 100 sit-ups before I uh, play Twitch every time? And she was like, uh-huh. okay, yeah, best of luck. And uh, we, I started... Uh, and I got six in before taking a break, and she very kindly <laughs> said, um, why don't we start with 50? <laughs> so now we've adjusted to 50. And, I mean, uh, that's if, great. Yeah, we'll see how long it lasts, or if I never uh, touch Twitch again. Right. Um, if, you're, if you're just joining us and you're getting whiplash from uh, terrible jokes and, and stories, don't worry, because uh, here we go. Okay, this is the last one. Kevin, if Dickens wrote a book but it was set in rome and sparta what would it be called a tale of two city states <sighs> should we introduce our guest please she's an actor improviser podcaster one of my best pals it's lauren lapkus hi hi lauren hi. I was trying to guess your jokes. I got Tale of Two Cities, and then I, I didn't get the rest. But I, I would have gotten it, because I did know the term city-state. I mean, it's surprising <laughs> that you didn't, because these are classic, you know, classic joke structure, set up punchline. It's all by the books. I know. Uh, it's so good. Your jokes uh, are incredible. <laughs> uh, Mike guessed uh, the joke for the first time in the show's history. Wow. Yeah. It was incredible. Wow. Previous guest, Mike Castle. Well, see, uh-huh. that's why I wish I had done it. So I could have been like, we could have been like the couple that always gets the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lauren, thank you so much for doing our show. Apologies for wasting your time. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I just want to um, ask really quickly. Uh, you uh, recently posted on Instagram that not only had you done your podcast with Nicole Byer, Newcomers, but you had also guessed it on three other podcasts this week. Wow. I think it ended up being like five because I forgot a couple and then I had to like add <laughs> addendums. I was like, oh, right. And I did that. 
I was so like, I don't even know what to say about it. I, I, I wanted to post, I, I would like to post about every podcast I do because that's half the point of being a guest, I think, is sharing that you did the podcast, which mm-hmm. most guests don't want to do, just so right. clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to post them all. And then I was like, well, I can't post them one at a time because this is crazy. But then if I post them all at once, it's also crazy, but I just went for it. It's, it's, I've been on too many podcasts. Um, well, I wanted to ask, like, having done all of these and having done your own podcast, is there anything that, you know, is there anything that you've you're, you've still learned throughout all this time? Or is it truly like just business as usual still? I'm always learning, okay? Mm. She's a student of life. She always tells me that, too. Um, when we're, no, like, I, ordering I, food, though, it feels unnecessary. I'm like, okay, but I'm a student of life. One last thing before That's we place the order. Here. Um, I feel like, so I've been a guest, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like I, over the years I've been a guest on so many podcasts and I, I like doing them. I also think it's been really helpful for me in finding my comedic voice to be a guest on a podcast. Cause you, mm-hmm. you know, talk as yourself and have conversations and gain confidence just in conversation as a comedian. But I really learned like how you can really tell the difference and I'm not throwing any shade to any of the podcasts I was recently on. I'm just mm-hmm. talking about generally. Um, you can tell the difference between a good podcast host and a bad podcast host. And not everyone is meant for this world, okay? This is a very specific medium. Lord, and we're not right everyone here. <laughs> should we end the episode now? Yeah, fuck. Or... Kevin, we gotta we gotta have a meeting after this. <laughs> no, I actually really like listening to you guys, okay? I'm I, I'm oh, not I'm all joking kind. aside. I um but I but I'm being serious that there are people where you're like doing the podcast and you're like oh i think i'm i should be doing more heavy lifting here because they don't even like know how For to sure. keep it going or they don't seem to notice that this is lagging mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. that's um kind of a weird thing about doing a lot of them i've yeah. noticed that too with like you kind of discover in the moment unfortunately when someone is inexperienced because they kind of like <laughs> leave you high and dry like you'll tell a story and then they'll just respond like wow yeah, they're like, okay, so anyways, um, it's like, okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it puts you in a weird spot. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with the sense that, you know, just finding your comedic voice, it comes with like the 10,000 hours of talking out loud. But then there's other shows like this show that make you lose your comedic voice. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I knew what it was. I think I've lost it. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask Lord because these are, you know, we're, we're doing this over Zoom. Are there any daily rituals that you've developed or rituals throughout the week um, to ground yourself besides all the podcasting? Like yeah. besides Monday is when this show comes out. Friday is when this show comes out. Okay. So I created a few days ago, I created a thing for myself because I was feeling like I'm doing like a lot of podcasts and I'm, I'm finding that like, you know, maybe I feel a little creatively spent after doing a podcast in this like pandemic and how it's just kind of hard to have your typical energy level. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling like I'm not really doing the things that I want to be doing with my day. Like I'll just kind of like do a podcast and then like watch a lot of TV or be on my phone a lot. And I really would rather be reading or working out or like trying to learn something with my time. So I made like a sort of checklist calendar for 14 days, I've already completely do- not done this on some of the days. Sure. Like it's mm-hmm. only been a few days, but I'm trying to learn piano. So I'm learning this app called Simply Piano, which I was mm-hmm. uh, recommended by Lindsay Craft, and cool. I um, have been doing that. And so, kind of having this checklist hanging on the wall where I have these things I want to do. I want to work on my puzzle. I want to <laughs> read a book. I want to do a little exercise, and I want to play the piano, and I want to do some stretches. 
That's it. It's not like oh, intense, yes. yeah. but it's just things that I enjoy, but I have to kind of make myself do them. So I'm trying to do that. Is that what you asked me? I don't even yeah. know. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I, <laughs> um, I got yeah. so far away uh, from So the about the first question. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that. Um, but it's been helpful to like, awesome. see this list on the wall because when I don't do it, I feel kind of guilty. And it's all just fun stuff. It's not like anything that feels, you know, intense. Um, I know that you, when we originally were going to have you on it, it was like right when the lockdown uh, started to like set in and stuff. So we rescheduled, but it was like the week after you went to see Oprah. And oh, I wanted shit. to know how, how that went. And uh, oh my if, God. if uh, your experience seeing Oprah inspired maybe this or something. Yeah, actually, it it is connected. I didn't really realize that, but you're right. Because Oprah, she's my hero and she's amazing. And I got to go to the live like tour that she was doing where it was like uh, thousands of people in a stadium, you know, watching her. And she was and she's an incredible speaker. She talked she was on stage for almost like five hours. Like she was like in and out the whole time and making speeches probably off a teleprompter. But you couldn't tell. I mean, it was amazing. But we did this workbook that um was kind of about finding balance in your life and like you know you do these like uh, it's like a quiz and i was actually gonna post it on my patreon but weirdly i was gonna like read the whole book aloud and then in the like in this period that we're in right now it seems like it doesn't seem like the right thing to do because it like puts pressure on people because it's like (laughs) kind of about like where's your life like failing and like how can you be better and it's like (laughs) we're not really in a zone to talk about that right now But I think that it did kind of point out like doing this sort of like quiz and survey thing in the in the workbook and these exercises like kind of pointed out to me like where I feel like I am lacking. Mm -hmm. And I do think like pursuing my like creative passions and things aside from like the stuff I'm already doing, like my goals that I have that I find really hard to achieve because I just don't put the time in. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like I've seen like, oh, I would feel happier if I were doing more stuff like that. I think sometimes too with those like workbooks and exercises, I like them because because they're at times like a little black or white of like, you know, what's the thing that you're focusing on? And your first thought is like, well, I'm focusing on a lot of things. Um, so it's kind of hard to explain that. But when you're trying to <laughs> just giving yourself any excuse to like yeah. not have a legit answer. <laughs> the next page uh, is but- just take a deep breath and try again. <laughs> Okay, hit refresh, start over. But I I love those types of like exercises because they they force you to kind of do some like healthy reevaluating. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I took away from it was like, you know, you shouldn't do things for other people. You're like anything you're pursuing shouldn't be about someone else's reaction. It should just be about like how it makes you feel or what you take away from it, especially creative things. Um, because yeah. it's it's never really helpful to like do something with the hopes of a certain response. Um, and oh, so that yeah. always and it does like make me feel paralyzed if I'm like thinking too far ahead of like, oh, how will this be received? Or like with piano, like oh, I suck, so I'll never be good. So then it's like well, no one will ever want to listen to it. It's like, well, it's not really the point. It's like I want to just learn how to play like a song. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care if anyone ever sees it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and it makes me just do it. like master pianist. <laughs> what if I did? Wouldn't that be so cool? Be I awesome. also had that fantasy. I was like, what if I'm like amazing? What if I just unlock this skill and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you hear Lauren's Patreon episode where she played all of Mozart? Yeah. I thought it was sped up, but you can hear someone having a conversation. It's clearly not. Uh, that's so awesome. I, yeah. I got, I'll send you the video I took of myself last night because it's so the opposite of that that it's like really funny because it's really just me funky. like very concentrating, like playing like notes like one at a time, but getting it all yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. Um, Kevin, show me Mosey. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Welcome to Maybe Don't with with Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> it's harder to uh, be in sync, but you guys did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're like three, two, one. Um, People Lauren, come to the show mostly something... for the razzle dazzle. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, yeah, for the charm. Yeah. Um, what is something you would tell your younger self or the listeners? Um, maybe don't. Okay, I would say I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about all the things that I've done um, wrong or just been weird about in my life, and there are so many. But one that really stuck out to me was that um, in high school, I got into three car accidents that were all caused by me driving around aimlessly listening to music with my friend. Oh my so, God. I, I know about these. Oh my God. I knew about, I think I know about two of the three. I'm sure you heard me talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are all pointless and they were all like ridiculous. So I... Yeah, I I would say maybe don't just be aimless with your driving when you just got your license. Mm. So yeah, I my first one was the craziest. Um, mm. I was driving with my friend on on the third of July, blasting music, and mm. we were listening to Blinded by the Light. And mm. then beautiful, I ran a stop sign and crashed into a, a eighty year old couple who. Their car spun around and they had like a fruit salad going because they were going to a picnic and it like flopped onto the husband's lap and I hit just behind the passenger door. It was truly so lucky. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it was the luckiest thing that ever happened that I didn't hit their door. But um, they spun around and then um, my... I, there was a huge crash. And then my homeroom teacher ran out from a house because he was at a picnic. He was at a barbecue at a house right there. And he ran out and he was like, don't talk. My dad's a lawyer. Wow. And he's, com- and he's coming out. He's talking to the fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like sobbing, of course. Like I was like terrified yeah. and just like sobbing. And he was like standing there. And it was very comforting to have him there. And then his dad came out and they were just like protecting me or whatever. But then the cops came I mean, of course, it was my fault. There was a huge bush blocking where they were. So I had that on my side. Like when mm-hmm. they were at the, their stop sign, I didn't see them because there was a big bush there. But um, now it's still my fault. And um, that was crazy. And then like a few months, like, I got in trouble and I was like grounded and I couldn't go to the 4th of July the next day, of course. And like, whatever, I couldn't do anything. And the car ended up costing $3,000 to be fixed. And mm. um, I didn't have a job because I was a spoiled high school kid. And my parents paid for it. But then I was, um, you know, I was forever feeling like really bad about it. It was like, I was just feeling very guilty. So then once I got my car back, like it just got fixed. Then I was driving with my same friend and we were <laughs> same song. <laughs> we were driving aimlessly again. And I was it's taking like her to Russian like, doll. I, oh, I haven't seen <laughs> like that. The, there's a song that plays every time. It's oh, like a, okay. a motif. It feels very eerily similar. <laughs> oh my God. And we were like, uh, I was driving her to tennis practice, but we had extra time. And by the way, every time we were like doing this, we were just driving past our crushes' houses. 
Uh, like you're just like. I mean, that's forgivable. That's you're like, let's <laughs> see if they see us. Like as if they're looking out the window at all uh-huh. the cars that go by, and like because you have your music on loud, they're like, who's that? And then they like would. I, I think oh, that there's someone this whole, outside. Yeah. Like I think when I was in high school, I really felt like having your music on loud like made you look cool because people could For be like, sure. wow, she's got music on. I don't even know like what. Wait, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know well, I still kind of think it now but I think like yeah. when you're a kid it like really feels like everyone notices like totally who's mm-hmm. that yeah it's like um, badass to be like completely blinding all of your audio so you can't hear yes. anything else yes yes I definitely like well, especially my too like oh. your crush looking out their window and just seeing someone plowing into all of the cars <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, then uh, so the, the next, second time. So the second. So the second uh, time yeah. a car ran a stop sign and hit me. Oh, and I was devastated. Fruit salad fell on because your Because I was like, <laughs> and she and I was sitting on the curb crying and she was like, stop crying. It's not a big of a deal. And I was like, Excuse yes, me? it is. My dad just got my car fixed. He's going to be so mad. Like, you don't understand. Like, I just got it fixed. And the same cop came to the thing. Oh, so God. he was like. Um, wanting to be my friend at this point. He was like, what's wrong with you? Like, he just was like, you're, you're a mouse. And yeah. <clears throat> then the, I got my car fixed. The next one wasn't really from driving around listening to music, but I did skid um, on a, like a, I hydroplaned in a little rainstorm and just like bashed into somebody. This oh, was all in the same year. And I just kept wow. like, in my car. Oh my God. And then the side note about that cop is that my I was like home with my mom. My dad was out of town and my mom thought she heard someone in the basement. And I was like, just go to sleep. Like, I just like was unforgiving. (laughs) Go to sleep, mom. She was like, come sleep in the bed. And I was like, no. Like, I was like, just you're fine. And then Uh she called the cops because she kept hearing the sound. And then the same cop showed up (laughs) to my house. And he was like, he just had enough of me. And it turned out there was an opossum in the basement, but he gave me his trading card. This is like the weird part. He gave uh, cops have a trading card, I guess, that tells like stats about them, like three kids. (laughs) Dexterity. Favorite quote. Yeah. Yeah. And he gave me his card because he was like, you earned it now. This is my third time seeing you. Um, You, Do you still have the card? (laughs) No, see, I don't know. I I know I have it somewhere because I save everything. Yeah. So it's Mm got to be somewhere. I want to find it so bad Mm -hmm. because I think he was just so nice and I was so grateful that he didn't like, you know, arrest me just to teach me a lesson. But yeah. um, And and that like uh, trading cards have like nice facts about them. Like when I think (laughs) of like cops trading cards, my my first thought isn't like three kids. It's like. Not no, you're right. Facts. Like 38 arrests. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah. <laughs> um, I know. Well, I feel like I got amazing. away with so much in high school. Um, stuff like that, but also just like, you know, smoking weed or whatever. Like things that yeah. like, you know, I could have easily gotten in trouble for. And I would say maybe don't be reckless and do all shit like that, especially when you're driving. I think that is something that kids don't think about that much because when you get your mm-hmm. license, you're just so excited. And you're not yeah. really thinking about crashing into somebody, but they could have been so bad. Does the, you know, looking back at the recklessness and deciding to go against it, do you consider yourself a very cautious person now? Um, I am. A, I'm a fairly cautious driver. I, I do. I did used to get road rage like in mm-hmm. the recent years. I w- and I was kind of proud of it. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I would say like in the past couple of years, I just stopped caring about road rage. 
and mm-hmm. I just I just go slow and I just go let everyone pass me. I just yeah. kind of decided it doesn't matter, and it feels yeah. better, and I'm like less stressed out. Do you guys get road rage? I the the Kevin, I I was. If you've ever been in a Costco parking lot, there's no laws. It's Lord of the Flies, except everyone thinks they have the conch. Like, like, no, 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 no stop signs are obeyed. The shopping carts seem to just be telekinetically flying around. And I will never forget, like, I was driving through. The other person had a stop sign. They just kept going and they stopped. They stopped suddenly because they saw me and I mouthed, you have a stop sign. And the look... Mm that the person gave back of just pure apathy as if as if i had told them i have an orange like as like just <laughs> yeah. just the the human the human disconnect that i felt truly like it made my soul a little colder well, and I, that's I, it's, the thing. it's never like come sometimes back when you have when you have the road rage like or you like say something to the dumb person mm-hmm. it never pays off either no, they're no. scary and they're like threatening and they're mm-hmm. feel like they're going to follow you or they just are just like yeah and you you don't get yeah. anything out of it I had someone like yell at me once, like, where do you go when you die? Where do you go when you die? Like, as like, we kind of like both cut each other off and he was screaming at me. And I was like, I don't know, like heaven or something. Purgatory. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, you're going to go to hell. And I was like, my, I was, um, I had like an AirPod in. I was talking to my mom and all she heard was a person screaming at me and then me hang up the phone. (laughs) <laughs> and she called back, like, truly panicked that I was killed. Because oh all she heard was someone say, where do oh you go God. when you die? And oh then my me, God. me hang up the phone. Uh, but Wait, I want to I wanna tell you something about please. that really quickly, about the phrase. Um, we had this neighbor who was mentally ill when I was a kid, and she sent Christmas cards to everyone in the neighborhood that said, go to hell inside. It just was like, Merry Christmas, I mean, go awesome. to hell. I, I think it's just kind of great. Yeah, anyway. Go to hell, go to hell. <laughs> Merry Christmas, go to hell. Um, I don't have road rage, but I think I have too much of the opposite issue where I'm too relaxed, where like Leah has pointed out, because you are too lax, you're probably, you're creating road rage for other people. Like, (laughs) yeah, because I'm like, just let everyone go. And then she's like, but the person behind you is like, no, now, now you should go. And I'm like, but we're all having fun. Yeah. See, I try to, I let people in because one of my things is like, why don't you let I hate when people don't let me in. I think it's like so weird. Like, just let me in. Like, I'm trying, you know, we're all just trying to get somewhere. Like, just let me in. Yeah. But you can't let everyone in because then you're just slowing shit down. Yeah. So yeah. there are that's there's my a balance. issue. That's my issue. <laughs> I, I I think I've said this before, but something that I, I think is specific to LA, or I don't know if it is, and maybe I'm just projecting my you know, God complex. But like I, I think that like I think that like everyone everyone in LA drives as if their time is more important than others. Or yeah. or maybe yes. that's just symptomatic of cities in general. But some something about like the the like the the arrogance in the way that people cut you off. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like yeah. I I I miss the 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 snowy roads of upstate New York where nobody where there was one target yeah. that we would all congregate at and there was no traffic ever. And so that that's something that like really like I I, I, I genuinely respond like with anger every time, except then I'm a yeah. little coward, so I don't do anything. <laughs> but I think sometimes I just tell myself that the people who are doing that have diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. I, I I say that too, or like they're pr- they're about to have a baby. Yeah, yeah. I do the baby I'm one. Like, wow, yeah. 
giving them way too much of a benefit of a doubt. Like, oh my God, they're in labor and they need to go to the hospital right now. It's like, well, he just pulled into Gelson's grocery store. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not going anywhere. I um, want to add one thing to my maybe don't because wait, I, yeah. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Because part of my car crash, like part of the reason I was in car crashes was because I was driving by houses of uh, boys who didn't care about me and I didn't really know them. Um <laughs> So I would say maybe don't have crushes on people who aren't even in your social circle. Like mm. there's like no point in um, if you're not going to go out of your way to talk to them or get to know them. Because if you're someone like me where I was in high school and I was like too shy and like awkward to like make anything happen with someone outside of my friend group. But I always liked the people who like had no interest in me and thought I was weird. Mm hmm. It's just leads to like destruction. Like I feel like I was like wasting my life for so long, like going after these people who like didn't even care. Do you relate to this or how do you feel about that in your high school self? Like I definitely had that uh, in early high school where I was going out of my way to hang out with people I could not relate to and did not <laughs> like, but I knew were like, these are the people everyone think are so cool. Um, and I remember... <laughs> I remember inviting one of them over. His name was Jack. And we hung out for like a half an hour. And he was like, do you have Axe body spray? And I was like, uh, I think so. And then I like got it. And then he took out a lighter and did the like. Uh, oh, no. Spray. Oh, no. And so it was like a huge flame. And I don't think my response was you have to go. But it wasn't <laughs> far off. It was very much like this isn't gonna work. Where do you yeah. go when you die? Where do you go when you die <laughs> when you're using axe flamethrowers? Yeah, um, I I think for myself, I was just so in love with everyone because my 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 <laughs> like my parents my parents weren't my parents you know they they're from China and so I learned a lot of culture by watching like fucking Drake and Josh and Zoe 101 and so mm -hmm. I thought like hell yes. I thought like, okay, here we go. Every day is a season finale. This is where the romantic mm -hmm. art gets wrapped up. And so you're like, yelling I, Megan at people who you think <laughs> is their sister. Yeah, I'm calling people boobs because that's the only you know derogatory term you can say on Teen Nick. Um, <laughs> but but out of like the eighty, <laughs> yeah, out of like the forty um, uh, female classmates that I had in middle school, I probably asked out around like twenty of them in, in middle school to high school. <laughs> Just hey, look, we're all just trying to find her Megan's, okay? I, look, that's like, so cute. <laughs> and and let me tell you, this did not end with me having twenty relationships. It was it was it was it was a flat line of romantic success. It's really like, and so like I I I, you know, in response to that, I really struggle with like, okay, well, hang on, Yusung, like who do you who are you interested in? Not yeah. just whoever is interested in you. Because this is no longer middle school. We, this is no longer Teen Nick rules. You know, you you have to make yeah. your own decisions. Yeah. I remember I liked this like idiot soccer player in high school who was in my geometry class. And he was always like, oh, just kidding. Like he was like someone who said just kidding after like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, we know you're kidding. Um, yeah. But he was really dumb and not interesting but i liked him because he sat in front of me that was probably like 90 percent of it because i looked at the yeah. back of his head for like you know weeks at a time mm -hmm. um and i eventually like wanted to talk to him on the phone like i don't know like, i don't know how this happened but we like exchanged numbers oh. and i was excited but then i called him and i was so nervous and i had mm -hmm. written i was sure. like a sophomore i think i had written down 
things to say to oh him. Oh my god! Yep. Yeah, I've done. I that. know, really yeah. bad. And Still then I, I called. <laughs> well, I was gonna think it through a little bit, you know. <laughs> right. But, right. But I had written like you know, like soccer, like you know, like things. I don't even know what to say about soccer, but I like you know. <laughs> so soccer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I called him. And he had friends over and ah. he still, and he stayed on, he talked to me, but he clearly was making fun of me. You know, it was like one of those things where I, I kept like talking as if it wasn't weird and then like hung up and I was like, I think that was really bad. And then he definitely was making fun of me. And on mm. Valentine's day, I don't remember what order these things happened, but I brought him a present and the present was, <laughs> this is so stupid. I can't, he was older by the way. So it was even more embarrassing. Cause I was like, mm. he was a junior and I brought him this like I was like a funny gift like from CVS or like whatever it was like a um, dancing like Valentine's thing that sang some awesome. like song, yeah. and I like had I gave it to him like in a <laughs> CVS bag in the hallway's locker. Happy Valentine's Day. And he was like, okay, like I don't even like remember like it's like my your brain like doesn't want you to remember that you know like that's right. like so brutal, and I just like did that and I was like yeah and then. <laughs> Years later, I would date theater kids, which made more sense and like, mm-hmm. right. you know, yeah. but and was not hard. But like with yeah. that, it was like I was just like square pegs, you know, so. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I mean, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. You saw. No, no, no. I was just going to ask you, Kevin, because all of mine were like, I didn't even have the courage to to do it over voice. I would just, you know, stare at their their AIM avatar and 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 still get nervous, but like, oh, would you want to? And then yeah. just immediately, like, you know, run away or just inevitably <laughs> wait for the response. <laughs> Kevin, do you have any? Do you have any? In uh, gr- in grade school, I don't know if you guys had this with your classes, but you would on Valentine's Day like write each person a card with candy, and it would just be like sure. to you song from Kevin, mm-hmm. and just give it to like right. every single person. And I remember with like my crushes, I would give them. <laughs> I would give them two where oh. everyone else would get one. And I put my hands behind my head like, well, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> a fucking player. Like, they're going to see two. Not think it's a mistake. Think like, wow, he gave me two Kit Kats. He oh, really my like God. <laughs> and uh, assume that that would work. And then I remember in eighth grade, uh, my new girlfriend, we, my mom picked this up McDonald's. And I was like, pretty cool, right? <laughs> like, uh, on Valentine's Day, that it was like, man, we got McDonald's, and I was like, man, I am crushing it at dating. <laughs> oh my god! I just remembered the other day, like someone mentioned something that made me think of this. That um, in my high school, they had a sort of like matchmaking service that it was like a oh. sort of funny Valentine's thing, but you filled out like a survey, and then they gave you your matches of like wow, your top god. ten, like most compatible in the school. Oh my and god! I I wish I had that thing. I God, isn't that weird? Isn't that like that, awkward? Does, yeah, it almost seems like did the the school endorse it? Like if it was a school thing, it seems almost like problematic. I know. Encourage. I don't know the, where it came from. I should ask around. The thought of my social studies teacher looking at what I had written down, uh, <laughs> likes cartoons, like I don't know, trading cards, <laughs> and being like he would be good. Like, uh, ugh, I, I, I. <laughs> well, it was like a computer algorithm that. Went oh, yeah. thank God. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love the idea of the teacher doing it. Like <laughs> these two dorks could be together. <laughs> my my friend Emily in Boston, she was telling me about how like there there were these like parties where and now they're on zoom because everyone's staying at home but there are these parties where you 
give a presentation about your friend who is single. Like you give a PowerPoint presentation about your friend uh, who's single, and then like you know, people meet each other that way. But wait, this is I like th- for adults. This is for adults. Okay, but, keep going. But, but I I was like, oh, that's so fun. Like, please let me do a PowerPoint for you eventually. I think it'd be really mm-hmm. fun. But then Kevin's she, uh, she had the reaction that Kevin did because like the crowd of people that necessarily wants to do that like may or may not think that they're the smartest person in the room uh and and so like you know and and she was like yeah that's what that's what makes it awkward like that that matchmaking aspect of it is very well that that makes me want to talk about something lauren's been uh doing on her patreon the watch alongs (laughs) to the show listen to your heart (laughs) oh my Um, god which of i i don't really watch those shows but i watch both of the watch alongs with you and mike (laughs) And it blows my mind because, I mean, it's all like these reality dating shows, but it truly feels like a networking event where you're like, where yes. uh, flirting is like tolerated because it, <laughs> it all feels um, like these aggressive first interviews where it's like, so where are you from? And like, what did you do? And what do you do now? And stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, if the person interviewing you like touched your arm, <laughs> it's just, uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so bizarre. Well, it's so brutal to me because I mean, it's brutal for many reasons. One of the reasons I like it is because like on the bachelor, they have no talents and on this, everyone can sing. So at least there's that, mm-hmm. like these people are good singers or piano players or whatever, but they like, it seems as though all the people on the show have never once considered like being with someone who also is a musician. And they're all like, it's so, I've never been, like they'll sing with someone and they'll be like, I've never had that kind of connection with somebody where we can like sing together. I'm like, that feels like the most obvious thing you would have connected with someone over. Like, yeah, that's how pe- we, Wait, people meet. You each like other. music too? <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, music is so general, so that I, there, you should definitely right. find people. Second yeah. of all, like anyone who has any like sort of creative skill, like you meet other people who do that thing, and then mm. you would hit it off with somebody. Like, I just feel it's like, like it's like not 99 percent of music too. It's like yeah, if the show was like with Im- improvisers, and then they'd be like, wow, we really hit it off. It's like well, improvising is working with other people. Like right. how has this not happened before? <laughs> Right. How have you never had this? I don't understand, but I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I, nuts. I, I I think that like my I, I think I had a bad taste in my mouth. So maybe please correct me if I'm wrong and uh, about dating shows, because I, 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 I swear to you, I'm not like a traditionalist when it comes to dating. <laughs> but but there is I, I remember all your in college, three wives pop up. You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you need anything, sir? <laughs> um, uh, well, it's actually a tier system. No, uh, I, I so so uh, friends in college are having a bachelor watch party. And I the, the one scene that I remember seeing was like, you know, the guy is sitting by a fire and, you know, one by one, the, the female contestants I guess ha- ha- come out and have like a one-on-one scene and at the end of each of these conversations he kisses them and like by the third one I was just like it's nothing sacred <laughs> like I, just, I, 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 I don't know something about that like and the fact that it was recorded and, and it seemed kind of like no pathetic. you're not wrong like I think uh-huh. that is like one of the things that's so repulsive about it is how they're all like <laughs> like it's like yeah. why you can't just make out with everyone like I think right. that is sick like I don't have that desire with 99% of people. Like if I were to be in a room with these people, it would be really crazy if I wanted to make out with one of them. So like, <laughs> that's like, how do you want to kiss everyone? Yeah. You need to watch um, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix because it's I don't know just if I can cool. handle it. It's Yusong's it's, name. It's, 
<laughs> it's literally the horniest people in America are picked. <laughs> or not even America. They're from other countries, too. They're picked to uh, live in a house. And then they are told, like, once they get there, that they can't fuck. Or, or, they'll get, or the money from the pot will be taken away. And then they all do it It's anyway. like $4. <laughs> no, it's literally like $100,000 you could win if you don't hook up with anyone. And within, like, hours, they're making out. And, like, they're like... $3,000 has been depleted from the pot. Like, it's uh, like they just the cannot hell? handle it. That's amazing. Everyone's just fighting really their disturbing. knuckles around a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just give me a Nintendo Switch and like give me a padlock for my door. I'll be fine. I'll, like, I mean, I, I feel uh, the same way. Um, I would not, yeah. I would be fine. Lauren, your, your uh, driving story and crying reminds me of, I had a similar <laughs> experience when I was 17 where um, I took... Um, my high school girlfriend to see G.I. Joe, which I'm sure we both enjoyed. Um, yeah. Equally. And <laughs> I like similarly just got, um, uh, it was, I just got a car and was like doing a U-turn and just went straight into a tree during the, doing the oh U-turn. Oh my God. And we're, we were both okay, <laughs> but I just destroyed the front of the car. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, are you, you know, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to drop you off and then go home, I guess. So I dropped her off. I like told my parents on the way and then got, uh, rightfully so, yelled at uh, for it. And then they were like, you need to go back to, you know, Emily's place and apologize to her and her parents and we're going to watch. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. If anything, apologize to the tree. I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, you're like, your humiliation should be enough on that one. Yeah. So, 30 minutes later, I roll up with my parents. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I knock on the door. I apologize to her and her parents in front of my parents, and I start to cry. Um, And it's probably the most embarrassing moment of my entire life. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Mm. God. There's a lot of, like, weird you know, shame apologies that I think can feel pretty humiliating when they're in front of a crowd. I I would cry too, I'm sure. I I don't have a lot of instances of me crying in front of a crowd, which is surprising as I'm saying it out loud. But like, (laughs) (laughs) the the one time I remember like crying uh, in in front of people was at a dress recital for a piano, you know, recital. And I was playing a piece called Watch My Fingers Rock. Look, I was- Yeah. Did you write it? Twelve. (laughs) <laughs> too hot to handle presents <laughs> um, that's amazing I, and I just like couldn't play it right and so this is kind of my whiplash I, I just started like breaking down and, and I, I did go home and straight up practice for like the next like 24 hours until the, yeah. the, the, the recital I don't recommend it and I, I was like I, I, don't, I don't think I learned anything from that other than like if you if you if you cry you'll have a lot of shame and that'll motivate you like that, that's not a good yeah. that's not a good take yeah. yeah that's unhealthy um, but it happens to everyone. Should we maybe yeah, do? Totally. Should we mosey? Dude. Um, absolutely. All right. Welcome to Maybe Do with, with I'm looking at you song. Lauren? Lauren. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love it. You song was like Lauren? No. Because <laughs> I can I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't he pick couldn't up read any my views. name on the screen, so he was like, I think that's who I'm talking to. I um, I thought we were gonna do it in sync, but <laughs> he was just like, nah, it's Lauren. 
<laughs> um, my maybe do is related to something I've already talked about, which is my piano mm. um, thing. But yes. basically what it is, is because I've only been doing it for a few days, so I can't really say that I'm like, you know, killing it or anything. But I have a tendency to talk about wanting to do something for a very, very long time before I even try to do it. And so it's something that really bothers me about myself because I'm like, why do I keep saying I want to do that thing? And then I just don't do it. And I had it about singing. I really wanted to take singing lessons for a long time. And I did take one in January and I felt that it was really um, awkward for me to be alone in a room singing with a stranger. Mm -hmm. And in general, I would probably maybe I'd be better in a class or like, I don't know what I don't know what the setting would be. That's better for me. But it kind of took it off my mind by doing it. So just by trying. So I, my advice would be to maybe just do the thing that you think you want to try. And you might not even feel like it's that fun or that you even want to keep doing it. So then you can stop thinking Mm -hmm. about it. Cause I was thinking about that for like five years. Like I got to do singing lessons and I still am kind of interested, but like I know what it is more now and that Mm -hmm. you have to practice every day between the lessons, which I also really don't want to do. And I feel like I can be more realistic so that learning piano on an app is like better for me because I'm like, I don't get embarrassed. Like, I think when I'm sitting next to somebody trying to learn something that they are good at, I feel really hot and like I can't yeah, like focus. And then when I mess up, I feel weird or like, like I just can't get it together. So doing the app is really nice because it hears you play the piano and then tells you when you're wrong and it just starts wow. you over. And it's kind of like, okay, like I can get it again. Like I'll just do it again. And that's why maybe do is just to try something that you've been thinking about trying because you might find it fun or you might think it's not fun and then you can move on. I think especially to like you said it perfectly of finding it like in a comfortable space too, because I've had that where I had a similar thing like two years ago where I was like, oh, I'm going to work on creating this song and I'll live stream it. And then I like forgot that Sometimes making a song is doing something over and over and over again. <laughs> and then I immediately felt myself sweating because I was like, oh, this is, I don't feel comfortable uh, doing it this way. I would feel more comfortable doing it like in my room with the door closed. And so yeah. like, finding those, and that's what's fun about learning stuff on YouTube or like having an instructor who's not literally there like watching you, like even though that's their job and they're getting paid regardless, it does kind of feel like, when I was taking guitar lessons, same thing. Like the guy was super nice, but I was like, uh, just felt like he was just waiting for me to uh, stop <laughs> yeah. fucking up. Uh, even though he wasn't, it's a hundred percent in my head. No, it's that's how I feel too, though. And it might be like a personality thing. Like some people are better with a person teaching them one-on-one. They can understand it more because they can talk it out. And some mm. people get more uncomfortable because it's like, I'm not good yet. Ah, don't look at me. Yeah. Like I feel that. Yeah, I think like privacy is super important because we talked about violin and first generation immigrant parents with Mitra, but like I, I, I could not. I was so like paranoid about practicing violin in my home because one, it's loud. Like no matter what, it's loud, and two, I can hear myself. Like I know this doesn't sound good yet, and yeah. I, I don't want anyone else to hear that. So like having like having like a practice room or or something that's like, I feel like that's essential because. Oh my God. Yes. Like when I was growing up, I played clarinet for Mm -hmm. a few years and I was literally horrible and I was always last chair and Mm. um, would often be like faking in the shows, you know, but yeah, um, Yeah. you'd hold it it with your legs and like do stuff. Is this right? (laughs) Um, I, and I like thought I was getting away with it, but I, I really hated practicing because I thought it was so embarrassing and my house was really small and like you could hear every, you could hear someone call off like downstairs you know it's like I can't like I can't do this 
And no one was like on me to practice. So I just never did. And then I was mm. awful, of course. Like you can't with like instruments, like you will not get better just by doing it at, at like once a week when you go to like orchestra or something. Like it's like you have to do it every day at home. And I didn't have that dedication as a kid. And also with the piano thing, my mom, I like told my mom I was doing it. And she kind of like was like, oh my God, well, you know, I gave you piano lessons when you were a kid like I, and you didn't want to do it and you quit. And I was like, yeah, I didn't understand <laughs> the situation. I didn't have goals. Like mm -hmm. I, I couldn't like rationalize where my hands went. My hands were smaller. We had a mm -hmm. weird teacher who changed his name to my brother's name and then we fired him. What? <laughs> what the hell? I know. He just one day was like, my name is Julian now. And then that's my brother's oh, name. And no, I was oh, like, boy. Oh my uh, God! Got weird, but yeah. so I never had lessons again, and I'm like, those aren't all those things aren't. That's like, not normal. People don't have that. Their teachers change their <laughs> names to their students' names. It's That's so my weird. Name. That's my name now too. Isn't that weird? Like, at least <laughs> oh do it. And do that in your life, but don't mention it to us. Like, it just becomes right. so strange. Um, and um, now you can call me that. <laughs> yeah, but like, I was like, no, this is better for me. Like, I have the dedication to try when I fail. Like, as like, when I was seven, I was like, what? And like, I couldn't figure out where my hands yeah. went. And then it's like overwhelming. So, you know, let yourself off the hook for the past and try again. I would love to open the floor to this question. If you, for example, had a child in your custody of unknown origin, I don't, <laughs> okay, I, don't, I said too many things. Uh, but if you, you know, were in Attic charge kid. of it, yeah, again, thank you, thank you. Um, would you, it. would you force them to do extracurriculars? I, I had to, yeah. I was. You had to do I it growing to, up. Every season, I had to be in a different thing. So, do you think that? And helped? how did you feel? Yeah, I liked it. I definitely felt like bored when I wasn't in something because I had to be in something. Uh, like in the fall, winter, spring, and then summer was just like active in different ways. Um, and I'm very, I'm very glad that I had that because I think I would have gotten bored so quickly at home, just like doing nothing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would like that, and I also liked that it was, I mean, it was all sports related, which is okay, but. I wish I did like a you know a th if I were to do my life over again I would have been like a theater class in the winter and then mm -hmm. you know um a fencing like different activities so it's not just like cross country track and basketball or volley like it was all mm -hmm. different athletic stuff which I don't know didn't really benefit after eighth grade right <laughs> yeah. right yeah. if you're not going to be like a professional athlete or whatever mm -hmm. I mean I think it's hard because my parents let me do every, I tried everything. Like I like, did like tap and ballet and ice skating and um, all sorts of things like violin and clarinet and choir. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to quit, they let me quit right away. Like I, and I quit most things really quickly until I found like acting. And then I really liked that and kept doing it. Mm -hmm. So on one hand I can say, I'm like, oh, I think it was good that they let me quit because I was able to find the thing that I really was good at. But on the other hand, I feel like, I could have a I could have been good if they made me keep doing something because maybe I would have a skill that I would be appreciative of now. So it's hard to say about like forcing kids to do something because it can be so frustrating as a kid to do something you don't want to do. And like it feels like you're yeah. not being listened to. So I like, appreciate that they let me like not do stuff. But 
I also like see the value as an adult with like, oh, if you could, if you had been forced to play piano from like seven to, you know, end of high school, then like you might be like amazing at piano just, and that'd be great. Um, so I think if I had a kid, I would probably make them pick something they liked and stick with it and not just, mm-hmm. you can't just not have anything. You have to do a couple things and you have, and they can be things you like, but yeah, you can't quit. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? You song? I, I, I think I'm in the exact situation you described where it's like, I think I happened to luck out with piano. Like I, I liked it kind of at the start or I didn't have an opinion of it at the start, but like, as I got older, I, learn to appreciate it but I could have very well just have like you know realized I didn't like it so it was like it it, it was just by random chance that this happened to work out and so for that I'm grateful but I I don't I think like I think that I'm afraid that if I ever have a child and God you know whatever but like (laughs) I'm 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 afraid I'm gonna rubber band the other way where like if you have strict parents you'll let your child do anything and so like I I have a feeling that that was that's probably gonna happen if that's the case. Yeah, and I do think it was like a little bit of that. Like my dad came from like immigrant parents with a strict Mm -hmm. background and like you know lots of rigid rigidity to it, and then like then I'm here and he's like do whatever you want, and so like there is a little bit of that. Like and I have I feel like I have like a good work ethic when I care about something, but it's really hard for me when I don't. And so there that's that's maybe where that comes from. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then my dad had the opposite thing where he had a motorcycle at 15 and I think was a little too loose. So with me, he was like, you got to get your shit together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it can go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and yeah, and I I think too, like in, encouraging something that that you think that they would enjoy or just like the the rule with, with myself with quitting was if I were to quit, uh, something because I didn't enjoy it, then I had to do something else. I couldn't just quit and be like, now I have nothing that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so good. I like that. I like that aspect of it. Um, but it is kind of annoying when, you know, okay, I'll I'll throw a ton of shade. Um, when people when people do like one single activity for like 15 years and then they graduate and then it's like, name, well, names, I'm never name, gonna do it. Names. <laughs> Cousins who did like <laughs> swim team for twenty five years and then graduated and are like, mm-hmm. and now I'm this thing and has, I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, do what you like, do what you like. I'm not trying to bash. No, but know, I do see do. your point, like that. It's just like, well, what was all that for? If like mm-hmm. y- you don't care anymore or whatever. I don't know. It's kind of like as when you look at someone where, especially something like swim team, where like you have to get up at like 4 a.m. every day and like go swim yeah. and like do all this stuff forever. Like what, God, what was the benefit <laughs> ultimately? Like Mike was on the swim yeah. team and he hated it, but he had mm-hmm. to do it because his brothers did it. And so it was like a yeah. family thing. I, I want to ask like uh, Lauren, uh, is there um, a goal you currently have in mind for piano, whether it's like, I want to learn, let it be by the Beatles or like say yeah. so by Doja Cat. <laughs> the top of the timely reference. <laughs> I got to prove that I'm with well, it. Well, the cool thing is that this this app, Simply Piano, like teaches mm-hmm. you a song at the end of each lesson. Like, I mean, I'm oh, doing it with like, you know, cool, just the awesome. mel- base, very, very basic, but it's like right. they have a track and a singer and then you're playing like along with certain notes. Mm-hmm. And so you're like learning to read music while playing a song you've heard before. So it's really helpful. Um, but I think my dream of it would be to be able to sit at a piano and just like kind of play a song that I am thinking of. 
Mm-hmm. Like that would yeah, be my yeah. dream. I, even at a very basic, you know, level of the song. But like, mm-hmm. I'm already playing with two hands, and I've just been doing it for a few days. I'm yeah, like, that's nuts. Awesome. Yeah, this is cool. It's a cool app. Mm-hmm. It really like yeah. kind of throws you in. So I'm I'm excited. You could definitely. I I used to, uh, <laughs> and not to brag, but I I I I uh, did a little. I did a, the, the 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 a tiny bit of volunteering where you can sign up to be like an accompanist for elementary schools or whatever that just cute. Yeah, it was fucking did they adorable. Heckle you? Yeah, I mean everyone hated me. They were ruthless. Like, Bitch, uh, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> you call that a shirt? Uh, uh, I, said I, that? I, <laughs> that was the teacher you saw. <laughs> I, and I remember, like, the violinist, the the, the little like fourth grade orchestra, and I, I I don't mean that in a in a in a in a patronizing way, but like they were These so excited, <laughs> yeah, they were so excited to play Despacito, not a joke, not a meme. They were genuinely like out of their mind, excited to play Despacito, and I was like, fuck, like I. I started piano like most kids start piano with like a fucking Bach invention. Like no, yeah, no, <laughs> like like being able to like I, I think that's incredible because like being able to see your progress by playing a song that you recognize and, and yes. like and enjoy is like oh what a dream what a dream that would be yeah totally I think I had that feeling in in like choir in like middle school and high school when we would sing like a cool song yeah that you're just like oh my god this is so cool like we like know you know what i mean it just like feels right. cool i don't know get out of here shannon doe <laughs> not, not, i i think shannon doe is a beautiful song i don't mean to disparage it's the first one that came to mind i'm reporting you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like you and mike uh, are really great at you know trying to like learn new things which is a great characteristic to have because i think a lot of people just kind of get buried in their own routine and it can be like difficult and challenging to like want to like step outside of the box and be like I want to I want to try something that I know will be challenging and difficult um but it's but new I, and exciting but I think I really have been learning that from Mike and being influenced by him because I had like peer like years where I feel like I was not doing that at all. And like being around him and, and him just being like, I'm playing this, I'm playing guitar now or whatever. And I'm like, and then you got good or, you know, it's just like, it's like, yeah. it feels unfair. Like to like watch someone like gain skills while yeah. you don't. So I feel like it's influenced me. To positively. be fair, it seems like he's obsessed with learning new skills. <laughs> he yeah. is. And it is kind of like where his like obsessions like go, like he'll just like, mm-hmm get addicted to something so that also helps that he has an addictive personality i feel like i don't have that as much so it's like i have to put it on the checklist on my wall and be like do it today so yeah 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 well lauren thank you for imparting your wisdom for for spending your your time with us um i'm so excited for the wrong missy which thank you yes uh, may 13th two weeks yeah may 13th Please, everyone who's listening to this needs to watch it. It looks incredible. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yes. I'm so yeah. excited. Um, and Lap Time, your amazing Patreon. I listen to every episode. It's so funny. You're the best. Um, what uh, What else? What are your uh, social media um, I have handles? Newcomers with Nicole Byer where yes. we watch Star Wars for the first time. You can download <laughs> that, uh, listen for free wherever you listen. And um, that's been very enjoyable. And I've also been doing watch alongs for Star Wars movies that we talk about on my Patreon. So you can mm-hmm. like watch the movie with me and then listen to the newcomers episode about it. Um, and people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus and 
beyond that, you know, I'm on Good Girls right now, recurring on that show on NBC, and that's, that's awesome. been fun. Oh, I'm gonna be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Celebrity. Oh my Hello. gosh, I saw that. Holy! It's shit. coming up in May, and I'm so excited because it was the most fun ever. It was just such a cool thing to do. It so looks so it. cool. I've been watching oh every gosh. week, watching the people compete, and it's so fun. I love that show. So like, like from yeah. growing up, I loved it. So it's yeah. very fun to get to be on the set, and like, I can't wait for everyone to see my episode. Oh Did you my see God. um Ken Jennings from Jeopardy uh tweet? Just, just so love, every sorry. everyone, just so everyone knows, uh, whenever I said a wrong answer, that was sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's perfect. Boy. That's amazing. So much yeah. good stuff to uh, yeah, it's fun. keep an eye out for. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, guys. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back. And uh, I changed my name to Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we freaking did it. Here we are. <laughs> thank you to Lauren for doing the show. She's very the much best. appreciate it. Um, welcome to Lessons Learned, the the part of the podcast where we the hosts uh, tell you some of the lessons that we've learned this past week. Um, Kevin, would you like to start? Sure. Uh, I am sitting in my bedroom and I'm looking at um, a necklace on Leah's dresser that she wore on our first date. And it is made out of fake teeth. Um, it's what... I guess dentists use in dentistry school and Leah bought it as a necklace basically I think she I don't know if I don't know if she made it but it's a necklace of probably two dozen teeth mm-hmm. and she wore it on our first day <laughs> um, so and you're saying I really, your lessons learned is that you're kind of into vampires <laughs> I guess I'm into vampires and um you know, dating is probably objectively more difficult now if you're trying to meet people. Um, but just try to try to be yourself. And I know that sounds cliche and vague, but I liked that she was like, this is me. I'm a weirdo. Instead yeah. of trying to pretend to be someone that you're not, you know. Well, you showed up with all your podcast equipment, right? Mm-hmm. I brought. I had the Zoom Eight Six ready. I had a nice mic in hand, and she was like, "I didn't, you know, I didn't sign up for this." And I said, "Neither did I." <laughs> um, my lesson learned is that like, th- it's really important to let the world be silent occasionally, as in like to not listen to anything, or at least I'll speak for myself of just not listening to anything because like I listen to YouTube videos constantly, um, so. And just like, you know, I I didn't listen to anything and was just alone with my thoughts. And I'm insane now. No, I I, I, I did that. And uh, I like cleaned, I very modestly cleaned my bathroom. I'm out of, I was out of breath because uh, that was the most exercise I'd gotten in quite some time. But it was like, it was honestly like I would do it again. I'm not going to purposefully dirty up my bathroom, but, you know, it was nice to, it was, it was nice to be alone with nothing but some wipes you know ew uh nothing but some you know yes and you being alone uh or trying to like find some healthy isolation times makes me think of have you dabbled at all with 
the the new arcane Star Wars. arts. What? Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, the the newest Star Wars game, um, Jedi no, Fallen Order. So mm-hmm. your your protagonist that you play as Cal, um, when he saves, he meditates. Now sometimes this mm-hmm. could be in the middle of battle. There is an area where you can meditate. <laughs> Uh-huh. And if anything takes me out of a video game, it's being surrounded by stormtroopers and saying, just give me a moment. Uh, <laughs> I need to log into Headspace. Yeah. Um, so try to find a moment for yourself, even when you're surrounded by Darth Vader's cronies. <laughs> um, yeah. And most of all, stay home. Stay home, please. Oh, Kevin, what a show. Wow. Um, I mean, it was, I mean, do you think I laid it on too thick afterwards? Because like, you know, when, before Lauren hung up, I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like you did all the heavy lifting. Like Kevin and I are really unfunny. Like we're so sorry yeah, that we did this again. to you. But please mm-hmm. don't delete our contacts. Like I really appreciate this. Do you think that was too much? It probably was too much for her. <laughs> right. I'm, unfortunately, you have said that to every guest. So I kind yeah, of saw yeah, yeah, it yeah, coming. Yeah. Right. But um and you keep saying that it's not enough. Like Yeah, yeah, we need to go bigger with the apology. We need to go bigger with the apology. Um, yeah. So, yep. I think yeah, if we maybe surprise them like, "Hey, turn around and they're on Zoom yeah. and then we hire someone that's like, you know, sneaks into their place and then like, yeah. jumps out and says like, "They're sorry." Like I think they'd <laughs> find that very comforting. Um, right. And actually like- for for our next guest, they they just sent me a message do you want to read it? Yeah. Uh, should we wait, read it? Ca- uh, should we count it down? Well, let me read a bit of it first. Uh, from the desk of Conan O'Brien, fuck off. Okay, now let's read the rest of the message. Oh, that was my DM. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's read the rest of the message. Okay, it's uh, three, two, one. <laughs> Dear Sick. Kevin and you, son. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I fucked it up. I mean, Comma, it's, comma. Uh-huh. Secret, secret ending, ending, secret ending, ending, secret ending, secret ending. Perfectly in unison. Wow. It, yeah, this, we're getting there. It's as if we were twins at birth. It's just the wavelength that we communi- that we communicate on. Um, thank exactly. you to, to everyone who's supporting us on Anchor.fm uh, for leaving a review or rating on iTunes or a comment on on Reddit threads. We really appreciate it. We, uh, damn it, I was gonna say we really appreciate it, and that wouldn't have been <laughs> very. <laughs> different from what exactly you just said uh no it means a lot to us and uh all the sweeties out there who are sending us positive messages we value it and those who aren't we we hear you we see we you. hear you uh, trust me mm-hmm. there's a lot of dissent out there and and i'm just gonna say one thing like not to get real but it means more to me than it does kevin when you support so it's just it it's really helped me lately yeah, and uh, for those who of you are sending messages directly to me, just take out the Kevin and put in you song so I can just forward <laughs> it to him and be like, because right now what I've had to do is a lot of Photoshop of like crossing out my name, putting like actually you song, and then being like, well, hey, look at this message they sent. And then you point I've out, done like, a... they talk about you working at Earwolf is probably toward you. And I'm like, no, 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 they messed up. 
Well, like I've done a lot of preemptive outreach to fans who are about to write in and I'm like, hey, can you pretend like this message was meant for Kevin? I know that he's going to see it. He's going to try to do some photoshopping. And like, I know it's going to be for me and I know you want to say something nice. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah. I guess if anything, if you want to support us financially, we are in over our heads with Photoshop like licensing fees. Um, So if there's one thing we could use your help with, it's that. It's that. Um, Thank you Mm -hmm. so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.